Welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamer Escape's podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. I'm Vivi. I'm Moroku. And uh, we have a new episode of Pet Food Beta. How about that? That intro was so good. I'm not even being sarcastic. Just like the music <laughs> and the raised sound. Look at you being creative. Well, happy. you know, it has been a long time since we've done an episode, so I felt it appropriate that somebody come and cast raise. Just a bit, yeah. yeah. But we are um, we are still weakened for five minutes, so um, yes, we're gonna have to deal so with that. So. You know how we should deal with that? How? Catching up with people. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um. So, go ahead. Yeah. No. But um, you're just kind of wondering why it's been a minute since we put an episode out. Uh, basically, a lot of stuff happened at once. Gamer Escape uh, experienced a hack a while ago, which kind of messed up. I think we had put out like two or three episodes into the new year, which just vanished, and we didn't have backups of, which our own fault. We might have backups of them, but who knows? We might. We, can we find just them. haven't found them yet. <laughs> yeah. um, and then some billing issues with me uh, locked me out of Final Fantasy until like May or so, and some other real life stuff. Yeah, I got married. Yeah, that's a thing that <laughs> happened and is really cool. Yes, uh, and it was great. And um, the song that I arranged for my now wife to walk down the aisle to is actually an arrangement of the main theme from Final Fantasy. And did you, sort of mixed was, it. Was with she the, aware of that? Yeah, and I explained the, the the rationale because she doesn't really play the game, or doesn't really. She doesn't play the game. Yeah. Um, she watches me play it occasionally, but um, I, I explained that this is a song that I've heard ever since I was a kid, and it typically plays when the best friends are about to set up, set forth on their greatest adventure yet. It's, you know, in Final Fantasy IV, oh. I remember it very clearly, where, like, you're playing as Kane and, uh, and Cecil, and you're in the castle, and it's right about when you're you're about to leave, that's when mm. it plays the theme and the, the credits roll briefly in the beginning. It's after you've had a chance to get familiar with the characters and stuff like that. So, Oh, that's adorable. She liked that. Um, and yeah, so there was a little bit of Final Fantasy at our wedding. And mm. It was great. Yay. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so there's a couple other things uh, I wanted to mention off the top um, before we get into the news. Which there is some, which is why we're doing the show. Yes, specifically. <laughs> um, this weekend, this is kind of great timing. Uh, it is, of course, the 11th month, which is always a good excuse to do a, a Final Fantasy XI podcast. Um, but this weekend, uh, Fusion X, Bryn, and the entire Aetherite radio crew are participating in the Extra Life Final Fantasy XIV content creators events, and we'll have more details around that at the end of the show. By the time this gets published, the events um, may or may not be over, but you can check out uh, some of the happenings after the fact, mm. I'm sure. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Extra Life is basically a 24-hour gaming marathon where gamers uh, get around and rather than do physical exercise game, uh, with sponsors to raise money for uh, the Texas Children's Hospital, I believe. 
It is the Children's Miracle Network. Children's Miracle Network. That's no. how long ago it has been since I've done it. But <laughs> uh, no, it's a great cause for uh, just making kids' life that sucks suck a lot less. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. If um, you're interested, I'm sure there's a website that y'all can google or we can provide in show notes of some various capacity but that's it's right. a great cause yeah and if you go to gamerescape.com um there is details about gamerescape's participation in it yes so i think um does that mean oh uh yeah that means that we have news uh but before yes. we get into the final fantasy 11 news which we're teasing like you have to stick around for the commercials which there are none um mm. There is some non-Final Fantasy XI news that is a little bit relevant that I wanted to bring up. And, um, you know, I think in the past when we've had a big gap in between episodes, we try to recap everything that happened. We're not going to do that. We're just going to talk about what's current. Mm. Um, There's internet. You can Google it (laughs) if you want to see everything else that's happened. Um, But yeah, so right now BlizzCon is going on and you might be thinking... uh, why are you talking about World of Warcraft on Pet Food Beta? Well, here's why. Um, we normally wouldn't bring up anything as it regards to that because we don't care, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> there are a couple of two interesting items worth mentioning. Um, so they announced a new expansion for World of Warcraft, which is like baffling to me, but also very cool for the people that play that game. But as it relates to Final Fantasy XI... They announced this, which I thought was really interesting. World of mm-hmm. Warcraft is getting a new classic server, is what they're calling it. And the, the classic server basically rewinds the game to the events before the expansion pack, the Burning Crusade. Um, mm-hmm. Which, from what I understand, would be like if Final Fantasy XI launched a classic server, rolling everything back to the level 75 cap era. Yeah, so basically pre-COP. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's really cool that they're doing that. Um, I, 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 I'm not really involved in, I mean, not really, I'm not involved at all in World of Warcraft and don't really know anyone that plays it anymore. Um, well, but I imagine the sentiment has got to be the same for people who play Eleven who are clamoring, who have been clamoring that for forever. Well, sort of. Um, you know nothing about Warcraft, right? I know uh, like a little bit about it. I played okay, it for so- a day. <laughs> Did you know that there was a private classic server that was up for several years that Blizzard basically tore down, um, like, in the past year? No, I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so that was a thing. Um, and basically, they didn't get necessarily a lot of backlash against it, but I think that what ended up happening is that because it was so popular, and I think that I think you needed an active um, WoW subscription to actually play on it because um, of some way that they had programmed it so that way you weren't just playing the game for free. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I have no idea. But basically, they got not necessarily like a lot of backlash, but it's like the way that Blizzard updates their game and stuff is that after every update, that previous version of the game does not exist. So, like in 11, you could go back and play, you know, through all the Xylar expansions and not level up and do all that stuff. And you could, or not Xylar expansions, Xylar missions, and go through them at the appropriate level and it would basically be like roughly the same difficulty level with wow um that kind of doesn't really exist it's kind of like final fantasy 14 right where you can't go play 1.0 events basically yeah 
but like this is like with every major expansion something drastic changes like um in like for example like in their new expansion that they just announced one of the major cities is getting completely destroyed when all of the other cities um basically got revamped a couple expansions ago and this one was more or less left the same since launch of the game and so they're just destroying it to an extent um spoiler alert no it's in the trailer um but yeah so it's like it's really kind of neat to see um receptive game devs but again it kind of goes to uh I think it just comes down to like an American versus Japanese game dev thing uh, because if you look at how like like a pre like Xylar or not a pre Xylar but a pre COP um, 11 server would be like it would be like almost unplayable for most gamers nowadays yeah um, I, w- I have some comments around that that I'll save for in game but yeah, it would be. We can talk about it now. We're still do- we're still on it if you want to. Um. Well, no, it was, was going to be my in-game stuff. So oh, we'll okay. Save it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, no. So I'm excited. Like honestly, like with this, because I never got to play the classic stuff. I started in. Um, I started with Wrath of the Lich King when I started playing. So that would be like their equivalent of their um, like their Ottergon expansion, kind of. Okay. Because that was like their first new continent, and then. Um, Are you actually going to check it out? Uh, oh yeah, totally. I'm definitely gonna check out the classic server because I never got to play it. Because hmm. um, classic let me know when you server do that, I might can't... join you for like a minute. Oh yeah, totally. Because the classic, uh, like WoW Classic launched when COP launched. I think it was around that same time. Because that's because COP was so difficult for a lot of people because they couldn't get past the certain things without like the coordination and like the right. groups and stuff. A lot of people jumped over to WoW, which is why Eleven never um, reached past that million sub mark. And I think it was 2005, I think. I think 2005 is when COP came out. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'm definitely 100% going to check it out. And I've got my WoW characters that are on there, too. So I'm curious if, like, things will transfer over. And it's just, it's exciting, honestly. Well, yeah, I think it's cool that they're doing that. And, um, you know, I don't think we'll ever see that for Final Fantasy XI. There may or may not be some alleged private servers out there that you could cough join. cough yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i don't think we'll see that in an official capacity no <laughs> so yeah the other um there's two other news items these are final fantasy related but not final fantasy 11 related and i we're just thought there. they were they were timely so final mm-hmm. fantasy 15 um is getting the final uh new content update i think multiplayer is coming soon as well but um, the, the final episode, add-on episode, is featuring the character Ignis. And it takes place following the events of Leviathan, which I think I can safely say with, uh, with avoiding spoilers. <laughs> hmm. Kind of a major storyline point. Did you play that game, by the way? 15? No, I have had zero time. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well... I did, and it's great, and that's all I'll say about it. Yeah, um, it, it's it, it's on my list. Don't worry about spoiling; I'll probably forget. It's cool. Okay, um, so there's a major event in the game where Leviathan shows up and like destroys a bunch of stuff, and um, I'll just say that. And um, at that point, the party sort of gets knocked out, and there's a big like change in the events that are happening and everything like that. And so before the characters are rejoined, there's a period of time that passes. 
uh, where the main character, Noctis, uh, is sort of like knocked out and in a coma and goes through a dream sequence and all this stuff. But in the meantime, the rest of the party, it's not really ever clearly explained what, what's going on. So this episode follows those events. Um, mm. It's got a brand new storyline. Um, it's unknown to Noctis as he remains unconscious. And he, uh, Ignis fights through the streets of Altissa, Altissia. I don't actually know how to pronounce that. I'm assuming it's Altissia. Think, yeah, Altissia. Um, and he is driven by his unwavering decision to protect Noctis at all costs. So um, there's a lot of action, and you get to join forces with one of the um, the minor characters in the game, Ravis. Um, so you, I'm not sure if you actually get to play as him or if he just joins the party. Um, probably just joins the party. And there, I guess there's multiple endings, which is kind of interesting. Cool. And then the uh, the other thing worth noting is that this episode features new music from the guest composer uh, Yasunori Mitsuda. Who, Why does that name sound familiar? It sounds familiar because he's famous for doing the music for Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, and Xenogears. Ooh. I really liked that music, so um, I'm also looking forward to checking out that episode, which just dropped this week. So is this paid DLC or is it just included? Uh, if you get the season pass, it's included, but yeah, you do it. I believe you do have to pay for it. Otherwise, Ugh. yeah. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's cool. I'm probably going to check that out soon. Cool. Um, and then the last Final Fantasy uh, universe note is that Final Fantasy Dimensions 2 was just released this week in North America as well. So that is a mobile game um, that's been out in Japan for a little while. And Dimensions 1 has been around for several years, I think, at this point. Mm. But it's just another game in the Final Fantasy universe and not a main numbered one. There's some spins on the the storytelling and the gameplay, but it's more or less a sort of a classic turn-based type deal. Nice. And has gotten pretty good reviews. So, um, I don't know. It's 16 bucks. I don't know if I'm going to check it out, but I might. Yeah. For a mobile game, it's kind of... Eh. Yeah. Like- yeah. So that will bring us to our um, our Final Fantasy XI news. Oh, nosh, man. <laughs> and um, this is the biggest news in a while as it relates to the actual game itself. Hmm. Um, which is that uh, I was very surprised to read that in... This month's update, which comes out, I think, um, on the 11th, very fitting, mm-hmm. um, there will be some updates to Dynamis. What? Yeah, like, I got that text from you because I haven't, um, like, again, I've been basically dead to the gaming world for a while. I'm like, what? That's so cool. And when I went and read it, it's like, it kind of makes perfect sense. Yeah, you know what? That, like that would, it, it makes perfect sense that that would be like their next sort of area where they would w- go and do um, content stuff. There's but only just, one just, like, thing I can so think much... of to describe how I feel about this. Ah, oh, are you not a fan your of it? Stockings with Mirogu. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> stuffing your stockings with Mirogu. Basically, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I have a funny story for you afterwards. Okay. Um. So, I'm kind of excited because, 
from the sound of the description, which we'll read in a second, which I totally cut off because uh, you were going to read that probably. Um, I'm really curious where it's going to end up going lore-wise. Yeah, so let's read the, the description. Yeah. So this is directly from the dev blog, um, or the dev tracker, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, the quote, the title of this content is Dynamis Divergence. This all-new type of Dynamis content requires a keen eye towards strategy, and we expect the more battle-savvy among you to have a lot to sink your teeth into. The first foray into this brand-new Dynamis takes place in Sandoria, and while the environment will be familiar, battles play out completely differently. There are new gimmicks, um, which I take to mean mechanics, uh, new spoils. Watch. What? That will be procs, watch. Yeah, probably some sort of proc system. Um, new spoils and so much more. As alluded to above, this is only the first of several that we have planned, but, and we promise to keep creating even more challenging content to keep you on your toes. Um, other details include new items, monsters, NPCs, and music. Ooh. So how about that? Um yeah, no, I'm super excited because um, people have been wondering where, you know, the plus uh, three and plus four relic armor is going to come from. Here you go. Yeah, for the it's speculation. Stuff. That's not confirmation. Oh, come on. It's dynamite. It's going to be where it's going to come from. Well, probably. Or at least you'll get the materials and then you'll have to upgrade it with probably like new dynamis currency or something like that. Although if it had regular dynamis currency, that would be really interesting. I'm, I'm looking for a particular note so I don't just blurt this out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so one other detail about this that I, I thought was worth mentioning. Um, also on the Dev Tracker, it says this month we have a new type of battle content to unveil that we've been working on since last year. So um, I don't want to like over speculate, but it seems like this is going to be a significant update. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, they have, like, in, like, the chart of where the stuff is, like, there's nothing about job updates, and, like, it, it seems like a, basically players are at, like, where they want us to be, except for Monk, because, you know, that's back in, like, 2004 lol derg status, but, um... Unless you're in Abyssia. Yeah, no, so I'm just wondering if it's because they, uh, basically got people, like, they focused all their resources on one thing at one point in time, and then they transferred them over to this to get it out. Because I'm thinking, it's like, there's what? Uh, seven Dynamo Zones? Something like that? Seven or eight? Is it that many? It's eight, yeah. Because there's four COP zones, and then there's four yeah, um, regular cities. So eight zones. It's like, if they release one of these zones a month, every month, that's basically a pretty significant content update through next summer yeah and probably they're not, it's not going to be every month it would probably be staggered a little bit like every other month or something yeah so like theoretically by that point i would like let's see 12 months then at that point uh that'd be like what till like next november or something like that yeah yeah no that makes total sense um I don't know. I'm curious though because it's like because it is like like what kind of armor are they talking about? Like it had like if they did like say regular like artifact armory stuff or uh, relic armor stuff in uh, like the regular zones uh, where it first came from. No wait, there's more because I didn't catch. So there's yeah, there's about uh, wait. So 
the four cities, four cities plus the two ice zones plus the other four. So there's ten zones, yeah. Oh right, yeah, because there's um, there's Bosodon but, Glacier, there's um, Zarkabard, Zarkabard, there's Buberim, Buberimu. Yeah, there's Bubu, um, the Dunes, Quifum, and uh, Tavnesia. Yeah, so ten yeah. zones. No, so even then, they have basically a year's worth of content if they released one zone a month, which seems a little slow to me, honestly. But yeah, no, that's really interesting. Cause this I mean, is the third Dynamis revamp, right? Or I guess the second revamp. Fourth, technically. Fourth? Because there was the original Dynamis, um, which was just the regular base zones, and then and uh, Zarkabard and uh, Bosine. And then there was the COP update, which inc- which made it so you could upgrade the uh, first ones and gave n- newer things for currency. Then there was the um, reservation revamp where you could just sort of go in um, whenever. Or it was... Um, and then they, and when then they, they changed level, the mechanics. Level cap, and now there's this. So it's not even a revamp, it's just it's a, it's a rehash of content. But like the way that they're making it sound... It sounds really interesting, so I'm wondering if it's going to be kind of like, like, are they using like the old Dynamis servers where only one group can go in at a time? That doesn't seem likely. No, and it would not. be really foolish. So it's probably going to be the same style where everybody can just enter in whenever. But then, how do you keep people from you know slaughtering everything um, at one point in time? So like maybe it'll be like a busiest style pops. No idea. <laughs> just on like a timer. I don't know. I'm really curious. Yeah, I am too. Um, that's that's really exciting, and you know, that's when I I do hop in and play occasionally just for the fun of it. Like if if I'm logging on my main character, I just go into Dynamics like as something. Yeah, because you do. just want to slaughter stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that's really really. I don't know. I'm really interested because if they're not necessarily like open to rehashing this type of content. But, like, revisiting these zones and doing, like, sort of, from what it sounds like, hard mode Dynamis or, like, strategically minded Dynamis so you don't just, like, you know, autopilot your brain and slaughter a bunch of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they could totally do that for, say, zones like Limbus or zones like even Abyssia. Although, if they did that with Abyssia, that would be really weird. Um, but Nobody likes yeah. Abyssia. Except for me. Because I grew up mm-hmm. on it. No, I don't, I don't mind it. Like, it's just, it's frustrating but that's a whole another episode but on that note it's like again what i sort of touched on i'm curious how they're gonna do it like lore wise like if it's dynamis divergence does that mean it's like dynamis from like a different timeline from like say like the timeline divergence where, like, keyword uh tinfoil hat maybe because i mean like wait let me let me dig it out of the filing tab <laughs> great <laughs> no, I mean, like, how many different timelines do we know of right now? Because there's ours, there's Lilith's, which is technically the real timeline. Oh, spoilers. Um, there's the, ta- there's like the future potential timeline, which we kind of avoided, where like the emptiness eats up the world. Right. Uh, there's that other timeline where like that weird Shinryu clone was, which was like Promathia, and then there was that other timeline with that Promathia clone. It's like a giant pile of spaghetti. <laughs> So, I'm curious. I think we need like somebody to, somebody out there to make a flowchart of all of the Final Fantasy XI timelines. 
Yeah. No, but I'm just I'm genuinely curious how all of this is going to end up sort of tying into the greater sort of story narrative, because if anything, it's going to open up a couple more plot holes where we'll get maybe more answers from. Because I've said before, and I'll say it again, the best thing Eleven has going for it is its lore, bar none. Battle system is pretty good. Yeah. Like now. And like, but like that lore has been consistent, consistent since like COP. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I am genuinely excited about this. I am too. And I'm absolutely going to log in the day that the patch comes out. Like, yes. Without question. Although I work that day, so we'll see. Actually, no. Uh, oh, we have that Sunday off. Cool. Sorry. Yeah. No, that would be cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, other news for Final Fantasy XI. A um, couple of minor things coming up. Um, the Along the same, I believe the same time, the they're bringing back the Dragon Quest X and Final Fantasy XIV crossover events. Um, that drops on the 11th as well. And then um, there will be a third Final Fantasy XI 15th anniversary records of eminence set of objectives added at that time as well. So we... Since we last on the show, we hadn't talked about any of that, but <laughs> the third one, and and I think uh, they said the final one, um, yeah, will come out then as well. So the timing and those will persist through. I think it's May of next year when's the actual uh, anniversary, right? Yeah, but uh, for those of you that don't know, um, those are just sort of uh, weekly repeatable quests, or some of them are repeatable, so others of them aren't. Um, and they are like, little, yeah, they're just like little weekly quests that give you some EXP and stuff. And it's like classic E quests that we had to do back in the day to get like to like farm fame or do sub job stuff or like trade emote carp. And it's cool. And when you complete, I think, a certain number of those, you get um, a anniversary key, which allows you to open up a uh, special chest at Gobby the Gobby Dial thing. So, chest. Yes, that. And then our final Final Fantasy XI news update. Um, final Fantasy XI Mobile, which we've all been waiting to hear the news that it's canceled, which it's not, <laughs> um, is allegedly still in development. And back in August, Fusion X posted um, something on Gamer Escape. Where it turned up again in Nexon, if uh, if you remember, is the Korean game developer that is um, that has the daunting responsibility of (laughs) producing Final Fantasy XI for Android and iOS worldwide. Um, On their investor report, it is on the schedule listed for quote twenty seven sorry twenty seventeen. Q3 and beyond. So Q3 has already passed. We're into Q4 now. I guess that falls in the beyond section. Um, So it looks like it is still being worked on. Um, And then I sort of did a little bit of digging and um, no confirmation here, but we may or may not see an update later this month regarding that. So there is a major Korean gaming conference called G-Star, that takes place later this month, and Nexon is the major sponsor of it. Uh, I'm going to sure. put the tinfoil hat back on one more time. It's the 11th month. You know how Square Enix is with their numbers and Final Fantasy. 
Uh, it would mm-hmm. make sense if they are going to make an announcement anytime in the near future that would be at that big event this month. Um, and so hopefully we'll see some sort of update beyond two screenshots. I think those two screenshots that we saw for the mobile version were at the same conference two years ago. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. It would be cool. I don't know. Like, I have mixed feelings about it because, I mean, you know, you we talked for a while when they first announced that, and the, the entirety of Rapsies was kind of like coming like into play and stuff. And so you know my emotions that are wrapped up around that like mobile version. But like, yeah, I'm ready for so it. I'm, Give me a mobile version. I'll play the crap out of it. I mean, yeah. But also, no, I don't know. I just, I'm mixed on it. It just, it needs to be, at least. If the story is all there, which it won't be, but like a good portion of it will be, because they had mentioned, I think, back like whenever we talked about it originally, like that they were gonna originally do the story up through COP, which made perfect sense because that's a complete story arc with um, base, Xylar, and then COP. Like, that just, it's a perfect bookend for that. And it's a very good sort of snapshot on, like, not necessarily the golden age of Final Fantasy XI, because I think that's Otagon, but it's a very good snapshot on what I would say is the golden age in terms of storytelling for this game. And if it was going to live on in any capacity past, um, like, you know, the online game shutting down, which I hope will not happen until they figure out a port for like a regular console. Um, like that makes perfect sense as to be like, Hey, this is the story of final fantasy 11 because most of it can be summed up with the entirety of COP and everything else is extracted or extrapolated from that final, uh, battle. I just want to, I just want to note one other detail here. Mm. The timing is curious as well, um, whether by design or not. Um, on my phone right now, I have Final Fantasy 1 through 7. For some reason, they didn't release 8. Um, I don't know why. But I also have Final Fantasy 9 on my phone. <laughs> and so we're just missing Final Fantasy 8 and 10 remakes. Or not remakes. Some of them are remakes. Um, mostly like... But they're they were like the DS versions or the PlayStation One versions. Mm. Um, so they have the mobile versions almost all the way up till Final Fantasy Eleven. So mm. tinfoil hat, you know, um, it Maybe. would make sense, right? I don't know, because I mean, like they also like if you want to go by that route, like they did do the HD re-release of. Um, 10 and 10 2 for the ps4 like i think it was a year or two ago because yeah. i bought them but um they also so, did 12 yeah and 12 recently which i did a write-up on if you wanted to check it out on gamerscape.com um yeah so i don't know especially because i think 12 originally had the same engine as 11 didn't it yeah i believe so it's very similar yeah. i i actually i got 12 um i've only played it a little bit on the ps4 but um Gosh, well, it's talking, similar to eleven. Well, I'm talking about um, Final Fantasy uh, like twelve, like when it first came out on like the PS2, right. PS3. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the same engine. I'm um, pretty sure it, it was. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. It's like when I was playing, I was like, "Gosh, this feels a lot like 11. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not saying like, oh, well, like they can just sort of port it over because that would be like literally insane for them to do that. 
but uh, no, I'd be curious to see what happens. Hmm. Well, moving on from that, um, yes, I think we have another section of the show that we uh, that we do here. Do we? Yes. It's the in-game section. Oh yay! Have you been able to log in at all this year? <laughs> yes. So, um, for like, I briefly mentioned it a while ago, and I don't necessarily know if I'm able to talk about it. But um, I had some credit card issues uh, earlier in the year, where basically my bank decided to go rogue and not uh, ign- and like considered uh, my subscriptions for eleven and uh, fourteen to be double charges, and so it ended up doing a chargeback or something or whatever on um i think it was 14 and that affected my 11 account and it was just bad and it turned into a giant ordeal but thankfully um i got it sorted out through the pretty decent customer service at square enix and yeah that's all i think i can technically talk about um but so i got my stuff back and it was cool and I, um, before that I had started working on my relic hammer and afterwards I continued working on it. And so I have stage four Goltani right now, which is like decent. And again, like people were like, why don't you just do a sword or something, you know, useful. And it's like, no, I want this because I've wanted one, uh, since I first saw white mage on Asura back in 2000 and like four with one or 2005, and it was like, that's so cool. So I'm like a quarter of the way done with the final step. Just in terms of coins and stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah, so I got that. And then I've been fishing a lot because it just it's a really cool way to chill out. I really um, like the new fishing mechanic. And I always forget that it's something to do in the game. Well, because like, I am um, the new fishing mechanic that was updated two or three years ago. <laughs> I think it's it's fair because I think that like people like that do fishing it's like they either consistently do it or like they do it for a long time and then they just stop I'm kind of in that route because you know I've had like the EBC rod and I've got like a bunch of uh, like nonsensical fishing stuff but I don't fish as much as other people do in game and I'm poor in game so you know those two kind of correlate uh, but yeah no so I'm I'm a fan of of doing it and going through and trying to get like catch all the fish and stuff so I can do the uh, upgrade Ibisu thing and I'm kind of pissed off because I have to get a new Lu Shang's rod because apparently there's a series of records of eminence quests where if you do them with the, where you can only do them with Lu Shang's rod but you get sunglasses that actually give fishing skill and that's the only way you can get them so I have to get a Lu Shang's rod to do that which is pissing me off so how cool do the sunglasses look they they're like the red specs. Are they red as well? I think they are. Like I am, um, because I wear uh, like I have uh, not glamoured but uh, lock styled um, sunglasses on my character anyway when I fish. So if these ones actually just give me fishing skill, yes, I would be very happy about that. <laughs> so yeah, no, I've been doing that, and then um, just kind of trying to gear some stuff out, and that's about it. Cool. Yeah. Um, how about you? Like you've been legitimately busy, so I have. But you know, um, with the wedding over and everything, uh, life is sort of returning to normal. And I logged in, um, I think a couple of weeks ago, 
Mm. And it was just one of, you know, how you get the nostalgia and you just want to log in and play the game. I think I had just finished 15, like the main storyline in 15. I was like, man, I really want to play 11. And I was like, all right, sign in, uh, let it update for four days. And (laughs) (laughs) um, it was it was interesting. I logged in with my main character, which is on Asura. Mm-hmm. I've got all the jobs at level 99 and everything, and um, it was nice. What did you do, I think you're going to do? What? Did you do it? Did you do it? Do what? Did you start a second character at level one? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I did that a while ago. It's amazing. Yes. Uh, and that's what I was going to talk about. Um, so logging in, and it, what I was alluding to earlier was that um, when I signed in after not having played for months and months and months, um just changing jobs and remembering how to gear it up properly i was like gosh i i really just don't want to deal with this i've got hundreds of items in my inventory and i don't remember the storage slip system and all of this stuff and there's now there's six inventory um management things and they all work a little differently <laughs> i was like yeah 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 i was like uh all right i'll go hit some stuff around in dynamis and then um there, there were a lot of my link show um, peeps were still online, which was cool to catch up with them and, and whatnot. But I was like, I'm just kind of sitting around in, in Juno and not knowing what, what to do. And I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna sign in my old server on, on Quetzalcoatl with a level one character, which is what I did. Yeah. Um, and gosh, it was fun. It was um, it, it just starting the game over and remembering all of the little details. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the kind of thing I'm intending to ever play through to completion ever again <laughs> because of how daunting it is. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's the kind of game that could be released today as a new game, but man, do I appreciate it? Like all of the thought and little detail into the storylines with the, like the side quests and the NPCs and, the every little unlockable thing and um, just the, the sense of immersion in Final Fantasy XI still hands down my favorite game to, to this day. Like Oh, bar none. Yeah. Um, no, but it's, it's so funny you mentioned that. I wish you sent me a text because I did the exact same thing a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah. will. Are, is your character on Asura? You're yeah, I just I did it on one of my like my mules, which for the kids nowadays that don't know what a mule is, it's a character where you <laughs> store all of your other crap. Because, um, you know, there's more inventory now, so you don't really need to do it as much. Um, but no, so like I logged into uh, my Elven dude, and I'm like, okay, what's the worst possible thing that I could do? And so I made him like a black mage. <clears throat> And so I made him an elven <laughs> black mage in Sandoria where there are no magic shops or mage things in any capacity. I cleared him out, and so he's completely, like, you know, naked and stuff. And it's hard, and it's amazing. I, it's funny. Just, I, I did something sort of similar. I didn't torture myself quite as much. Uh, I was still a Taru Taru um, yeah. in, in Winders, but mm-hmm. I was a white mage soloing yeah. without trusts. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, I want to like if you want to like go through yeah like, all I'm the things like, yeah no like if you want to go through and do like a twitch day or something like that where we go and do like one to whatever on like naked characters or not naked characters but one like, to eleven characters one to what one to eleven yeah fantasy eleven 
Well, it'll take like you know ten minutes. Let's be real. Well, but like, but like, if you wanted to like go through like do like a Twitch thing or something of that nature, like I would totally be down for that. Yeah, so, yeah, let's totally do that. Okay, cool. We'll uh, we'll find a time that works. Yes. Um. Yeah, so that's in game. Um, anything else in game? Um. No, nothing really. Like it's been just busy with me. Like because I started a new job, so now I have three, <laughs> which Jeez. is great. Um. Yeah. No, I've just been my days and stuff have been kind of compacted with a lot of not time. And anytime that I do have, it's either uh, sleeping or, or cooking. I see your Snapchat feed. Yes, or cooking or um. The random D and D encounters, which are great, like so, actual D and D, like actual D and D, where uh, and oh my god, I keep talking about this, but like um, so last night, like we had to have like a secondary like part to like our normal night is like every other Wednesday, and we didn't finish on Wednesday, so we had a secondary night last night because we were basically like in this, like two of our regular party members couldn't be there, so it was me and a friend of mine. And then um, another friend of ours was being um, was turned into a play was turned into an NPC uh, by our DM, and so we went through like this portal where we then transported to like this massive rainforest thing, and there are these frog monsters, which are basically pierogos, and like they have like this weird attack poison thing where like we get charmed and we can't attack them. But we still have sort of like full sort of range of movement and consciousness in our bodies, but we just can't attack them and stuff. And so I, as a bard, because of course I am, um, had already burned through all of my spells in every capacity. And we were trying to figure out a way to escape. And I end up talking my way out of us being murdered by saying, hey, you really don't want to mess with my friend because she's from this far off land called Tampa and they know how to fuck up some amphibians. <laughs> and I intimidated the crap out of them with a 26 because that is what I am. Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, so any sort of spare time I've had, it's been either sleeping or regular D&D. That's fun. Um, I think I did mention this, but it's probably in one of the lost episodes, so I'm, I'll say it again. Um, we, we started doing, not D&D, but like a homebrew RPG. Yeah. Did I mention, I mentioned this to you? I think you did, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll say it again for the sake of the show, but, um, so it, it, we meet like every three weeks, um, we're on hiatus right now cause we lost our space to play. So, uh, but anyway, that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, so my, my wife brought me to this group cause it, it's with an old coworker and my wife is not the kind of person that plays D and D or like RPGs mm-hmm. or anything like that at all. Like she plays the Kardashian game and, um, she actually did start playing the stranger things game and I was very impressed with her. Oh, Lord. Um, and she's she actually beat it, and which is way further along than I am in it. So um, I was very pleased about that. But anyway, she brought me to this because they were looking for some new players. And she went like one time with some coworkers and they were all like kind of girly girls and uh, just giggling throughout the whole experience. And the DM like took it very well. He was willing to like entertain them and everything like that. Uh, but he invited her anyway to this mm-hmm. um, to this group. And she brought me as sort of the secret weapon, not, you know, him and the rest of the players not knowing that I'm like a huge Final Fantasy nerd. Um, right. I've never really played D&D or anything like that, but I've 
played clearly played a lot of Final Fantasy, and so right. had a lot of um, ammo, if you will, to pull from. Yeah. The one thing I didn't know going into this, which I now know, is that my wife loves the show Charmed. Have you ever seen that? Oh, God. Yes. (laughs) So all of her point of reference was from like witches and demons and warlocks and the the things in the show. Um, And all of mine was was from like Final Fantasy. So um, the character that I was given was a shape shifting where anything is is what what they described it as. Right. Um, and when we got into a battle situation, I was like, ah, okay, I'm going to be the tank. I didn't say that, but um, when it came my turn, I basically distracted all of the enemies um, by you, you doing provoked them. I provoked them, and I, I even oh used God. used words like drawing all of the enmity like towards myself to protect the rest of the party. Um, and so they were just like, Great! This is awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's amazing. It was it was really really cool. Then I came clean and told them that you know like I have a Final Fantasy Eleven podcast. Yeah, it's like wow. Yeah, uh, but it was cool. It was it, it's fun when we get together. Um, That's rad. Yeah, I had a lot of fun the la- the last session we did. Cool. Um, so that is that is it. Um, nice. The next next session of the show is plugs Mm -hmm. and uh, we talked about it at the beginning talked about it again Um, the Extra Life Final Fantasy 14 content creators group events are happening right now as we record Um, I believe Gamer Escape is live on Twitch as we speak Um, I popped in uh, earlier today saw Mm -hmm. Fusion X playing um, Destiny 2 and talking about Stranger Things, speaking of. Yeah. And have you been watching that, by the way? Um, I started it, and funny, funnily enough, like, when I started it, um, like, I think I got through, like, the second or third episode. Um, that was right around the time when I got back into D&D, because oh, they were playing D&D in yeah. the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, like, made, like, that got my itch sort of happening. I'm like, oh, you know, like, I think I'll look into this again. And it's just been, it's a giant rabbit hole since. So, yeah. Yeah, you got to watch it. I'm, that's all I'll say about it. It's Yeah, no, see- I've heard, like, I, I know what's good. I actually went to a Stranger Things Halloween theme party, but that's, but, like, it was, yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I won't say anything else about it because season two is still pretty new. So, spoilers and all that. Um Okay. But it is awesome. Believe the hype. Okay. I don't care what people say about episode seven and season two. I think everything is awesome. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the the Extra Life thing is happening. Head over to GamerEscape.com um, or check out our Twitch channel and check out all the events. There is a contest going on that Square Enix has supplied some prizes for, which is really cool of them. Um and uh, hopefully it's still going on by the time this episode drops. If not, check it out anyway. It's a great cause, um, and there's always something to be done with Extra Life. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, And then I guess we'll end by saying that um, we don't know when the next episode will be. It may not be for a while. It may not be for, you know, several months. Um, But one thing you can count on is that... um, if there is news after this big G-Star event about Final Fantasy XI Mobile, 
Um, we absolutely will be talking about it here. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think I think we're done. Yeah. Um, say bye, Moroku. Goodbye, Moroku. Oh, you know the thing that you do at the end. Oh, thing, thing, thing. What thing? Oh, right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh, I'm out of practice. Let's try that again. All right, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll catch you next time on Pet Food Beta. Say bye, Moroku. Bye. <laughs>